Hi, welcome to You Me. MTV. The same old show. We do each week. Not a thing to do but talk to you and me. Hello, hi, and really anywhere else that's listening. Yeah, hi, guys. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey uh, we're going to be talking about that 70s show today. Yeah, in I'm, case you couldn't guess it from that In case you could not guess it from that song. That was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good time. Hey, yeah. I'm excited about that 70s show. It's a fun show. You know what, guys? Last week, we got in our time machine. We went back to the 1980s. Mm-hmm. We talked about the show Glow. Mm-hmm. Check it out if you haven't listened to it. Check out the show. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Instead of turning that time machine around, we're going to keep going. And yeah. we're in the 1970s. Yeah, we sure are. Well, technically we're in the 90s, but we're talking about that 70s show. I mean, technically we are currently in 2019. But anyways. <laughs> this uh, is getting confusing. <laughs> I'm a little confused. <laughs> well, wait till next week. It gets even more confusing. Mm-hmm. But that's a story for a later time. Like next week? Is yes. it a story for next week? It's a story week? for next week. Okay. All right. Anyway, hey, we're going to talk about that 70s show. Hey, that 70s show created by Bonnie Turner and Terry Turner and Mark Brazil and it premiered in 1998, August 23rd, 1998. Where can we watch this show? We can watch it on Netflix. And there's eight seasons available. Yeah. Originally aired on Fox. Man, I remember when this show first came out. I was psyched for it. Were you? I was. You didn't watch it when it came out. No, I didn't because I think I thought it was like going to be really like gimmicky and kind of like um, spoofing the 70s. And well, I'll tell really you what. I didn't really see how it could be good. Yeah. That's why I was excited about it. I thought it was going to be like some kind of like goofy, like spoof kind of movie or show. Like Like, the Brady Bunch movie? Yeah. Like the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, which was good. I liked the Brady Bunch movie, but it was like, how could there be a whole series about that? It seemed like it would get old fast. Right. Yeah. But that's not what this show is actually like. No, it's not. It's just like a fun, like teen slash family comedy. Yeah. So I started watching it like after it had been on for like. 10 years or something oh yeah yeah i i watched it immediately when it was on there but hey if you've not watched it if you're watching on netflix let's read the netflix description it says bell bottoms pot smoking and not yet classic rock it's a groovy time to come of age in the suburbs oh yeah that's better than a lot of the netflix descriptions that we've read Mm -hmm. i feel like that is pretty pretty accurate i really like the not yet classic rock that's fun that's nice that's a little clever yeah Yeah. Netflix so hey, copywriters, good job. Good job, guys. We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Anyway, that '70s show. That's a cool. So the title, that '70s show. That's what kind of made me think maybe it was like just a really goofy kind of show because yeah. that's kind of a. It's. I mean, it's a cool title. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, but too. it's like it's like a throwaway title, right? It's right. Like a yeah. Working title. Yeah, and so uh, when this show was was being made, it had a few different working titles. You want to read through some of those? Yeah, yeah. Um, so one was Teenage Wasteland. Like the song. Mm-hmm. The kids are. Wait, all that's ra- not the name of the song, though, right? That's the line in the song. Wait, what's the? No, that's Baba O'Reilly. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, whole thing. You're right, yeah. Baba O'Reilly. Yeah. Um, the kids are all right. Which also, I think a song, is also a song, right? Yeah. yeah. Feeling all right. All right. And reeling in the years, which is also from a song. The only I- title of those that I feel like would have been okay is Teenage Wasteland, but that makes it feel like it's like a very teen show and i feel like it's not like a teen teen show i mean it is but i feel like it's like it's for everybody 
Yeah, especially because there's like kind of I don't. The adults don't, are also main. Yeah, characters. I wouldn't say it's like equal focus on the adults and the teens, but maybe it's like seventy five, twenty five. Right. Yeah. And I know, like, currently as like a guy in his thirties, if a show came out called Teenage Wasteland, I probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. But if a show came out called That Seventy Show. I'd be all about it. If a show came out called That 80s Show, I would not be about it. No. Um, we can talk about That 80s we'll Show a little bit later, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, speaking of different titles, this show, we found out, also has a British remake mm. called Days Like These, and it is available on YouTube. We watched like it, a few minutes of A few of minutes it. of it. It looks terrible. It didn't seem very good. Yeah. Uh, did not translate well to... Uh, <laughs> to britain um it also like and maybe it was the quality of the youtube video but it like looked like it was from the 70s like not in a good way and yeah that 70s show looks like it's from the 70s in a good way like a cool fun way days like these just looked terrible well it only lasted like a few episodes so they recognized i guess that it was not very good yeah anyway um should we get in should we get into the episode Let's get into it. Oh my goodness. All right. So, hey, it starts off with like a little, I guess, a title. Well, there's, it says that 70s show. Mm -hmm. And then we get like a black background with Mm -hmm. white font. And it says Point Place, Wisconsin, May 17th, 1976, 847 p.m. Location Eric Foreman's basement. Mm -hmm. That's the same kind of intro that they do on like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I realized like later on. Yeah, but also on like Law and Order SVU. Well, yeah, I guess it comes up in a different kind of way. Yeah, well, yeah, probably it comes up in a different way. This more looks like it's almost. You know, the show's called That 70s Show, and then they start off the show by just, like, listing the location, and it's, like, in that font that scripts are written in, too, and so it just feels, uh-huh. like, very lazy, like, oh, That 70s Show, we'll just put the, I don't know, we'll just put the script intro on there so we know what we're talking about. Yeah, but um, it's interesting. They're starting in 1976, so kind of, like, late into the 70s. It and is. I was reading that they, they did that because they wanted it to kind of really feel like the 70s like you're deep into the 70s and some of the cultural movements that had happened earlier in the decade they wanted to be able to reference those that's good so that's why they said it in 1976 but they were kind of expecting the show to get canceled quickly because that's what fox normally does i think they they were the only show the only new show on fox at least that year that that stuck around yeah Yeah, that is what there's a there's that gag on uh when family guy returned back in like 2004 or something like that yeah Uh, there's like a gag that's uh, they're like, oh no, we got canceled. Was there any chance we'll come back? And it's like, well, if, and then they list off all of the shows that <laughs> got canceled in between the time where they first got canceled. Uh, and it's a ton of shows. And they're like, well, I guess if all those shows fail, then maybe we've got a chance. And, uh, so yeah, Fox, they used to come out with new shows all the time and yeah. cancel them all the time. But, yeah, they uh, really did. But so this one shockingly went on to survive for eight seasons. So they crazy. ended up having to, cram eight seasons worth into the time frame of um may 17th 1976 through i think um, it ends on december like, 31st yeah. 1979 so that's, that's fun that is fun, that's fun. you yeah. know it's kind of like what um the goldbergs does where it's oh, just yeah, like, like 1980 something, something. although uh-huh. They probably should have just done something like that, maybe. But they, sh- they probably should have. Um, <laughs> but it is true though. Like if I think, because we grew up in like the '90s, and like the difference between like 1991 to like 1998 is like very different. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so you can see where they were coming from. But uh, 
Hindsight's 2020, I That's guess. That's true. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that 70s show as the title too, when I was looking on Wikipedia, it was kind of like when they couldn't get the rights to some oh, yeah. of these songs to mm-hmm. to use them for their title, they were like, well, we'll just call that 70s show for now because mm-hmm. it's that 70s show. Right. They, uh, that was kind of how they would jokingly refer to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck. Yeah. And I like it though. I do too. I like it. So... um after that little title card part mm-hmm. there, the opening scene, we're in Eric Foreman's basement. Eric Foreman played by Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's kind of like the stereotypical like boy next door, right? He's just kind of like this, a real like nice dorky kind of. Yeah, I'd say not, so. Not like dorky, but. A little dorky, but not like a nerd. Yeah, yeah not, not like threat, not like the guy you wouldn't want your daughter to date no, kind of guy. Just, a, just an everyman. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're in the basement, mm-hmm. and there's a party going on upstairs, but it's like his parents are having like a party, mm-hmm. and so he's in the basement with, um. oh, who's in that scene? I think it's uh, Kelso, which is Ashton Kutcher. Yep. And then there's Hyde, which is Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Donna's also down there, too. Yeah, Laura Prepon. Yeah, should we Prepon? talk a little bit Pre-pon? about- Prepon. I think it's pre-pon. Pre-pon. Like gray poopon. Gray Prepon. <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> yeah, sure, that works. Right? Gray prepon. Do you have any gray poop? Do you have pre-pon? any Laura prepon? Yeah. <laughs> but should we talk a little bit about these characters? So, like, Kelso, played by Ashton Kutcher, is like the. He's like the attractive dumb guy yeah hot right? dumb guy yeah hot dumb guy we'll get into some of the things he says kind throughout girl, the episode girl crazy yeah a little girl crazy uh-huh. uh and then you've got Hyde who's like you know I wouldn't say he's like the cool guy but he thinks he's cooler yeah, like he's he thinks he's very like cool hippie, and edgy like, yeah 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 establishment kind of guy he's got like a kind of like an afro going on a little right? bit of an afro yeah yeah I think he has that in this first episode mm-hmm. yeah and then uh and then you got Donna who uh-huh. will find out Donna lives next door yeah Donna's and, the girl next door right yeah and um and so they're all in the basement and I, you know what I like that this starts off in the basement because that's the, like their hangout place yeah and it's the basement it's the suburbs and that's something that you know a lot of times with these like period piece kind of things mm-hmm. it's like how does it how is it still relevant now and those sorts of things mm-hmm. and just like as a side note like when I was growing up and like a teenager, like the basement in the suburbs, that's like, if you had friends over, it's like, all right, we're going down to the basement. Mm-hmm. We'll be down there all night. We're playing video games or watching movies, whatever. Like that's that's like the hangout. Like when I had a band yeah. in ninth grade, we like practiced in my basement. Like mm-hmm. that's, I think that's very much a like suburban, suburban teenage type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Hyde and Kelso want Eric to go upstairs and get some beers. Yeah, because it's from the party. It's a party, so this is like a good opportunity to go grab some beers. Get Maybe some, the adults won't notice. Yeah, sneak him downstairs. Also, Donna gives him some advice: don't get sucked into my dad's hair. And, yeah, and um, he's like, "Why?" It's like, "Don't worry about it." And we haven't met her dad yet, so that we don't, doesn't make it doesn't a ton make of any sense. sense. <laughs> That's one thing about this show. So this show has a laugh track, which mm-hmm. you know it's a little bit older than some of the other shows that we've we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, but. That that laugh track on this show feels so much just better than other shows, like current shows, when they have laugh yeah, tracks we and things like that. Yeah, we were talking about that, like why it worked for some of those older shows, like that 70s show, but not for shows like currently. Like, right. And I think they really put more thought into like, okay, how would somebody respond to this 
this joke and then they kind of tailor the laugh track to that joke yeah because right? like even because there's that line don't get sucked into my dad's hair and there's like a laugh track behind it and i remember yeah. thinking like why i don't even know what's yeah. going on. i don't know her dad like yeah. why would i laugh but here it's not, it's not like a huge laugh it's like a it's a more more subtle and because yeah. this one there's other parts where there's like cheering and things like that uh -huh. too which is just it's fun it reminds me of like Gosh, I remember like Family Matters used to have like cheering and stuff mm -hmm. when like Urkel would walk into the scene and things like that. Or like Married with Children, another Fox show would have people like, like, yeah, when there's like a hot girl mm -hmm. on the screen or whatever. So, um, but I do think the laugh track on this, because we watched, not, we tried to watch The Ranch. We, tr we tried. <laughs> which has Ashton Kutcher in it. Mm -hmm. and, and that, which did have Danny Masterson in it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, and some of the other people um, from that 70s shows, I guess, have made mm -hmm. guest star appearances. But in the laugh track hit, and I was like, oh, no, I just can't. I just can't do it. Yeah, shows just shouldn't have laugh tracks it anymore. It just doesn't but, feel like they should. But they did a good job of it on that 70s show. They, they did. They made it feel natural enough that you don't totally notice it. Right. And I haven't really given The Ranch too much of a chance past that first yeah, five minutes the first it episode it, it I might don't i don't know it if it does a lot of people maybe we'll check like it out sometime we'll yeah and uh so anyway eric goes upstairs he's gonna mm -hmm. go he's gonna go check it out try to get some beers for everybody and one thing this does cool right here is it switches to a first person viewpoint when he gets upstairs yeah because it's like he's like looking into like a different world the adult world right, right yeah so we're seeing it from his perspective and who do we see first we see kitty she's um that's eric's mom yeah and, Played by uh, Debbie Jo Rupp. Right? Debbie Jo Rupp, I think mm -hmm. so, something like that. Yeah. And um, she's she's hosting the party. She's singing. She's getting some food out of the oven. She's greeting. She's mingling. Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. Uh, Eric runs into Donna's parents, mm -hmm. um, where we do see that Donna's dad does have a, a perm yeah. haircut. These are the Panciottis. The Panciottis. Yeah, Bob Panciotti, her dad, who has the afro. Right. And um. Midge, Midge, yeah, right? yeah, and and uh, from that first person point of view too, we get a fun little gag when uh, he's supposed to be looking at uh, the dad. What's his name? The Bob? dad's name, Bob. Yeah. Bob's hair. Uh, we see his eyes drift down to Midge's body because Midge is like a hot mom. Yeah, she's really hot. <laughs> she was one of Charlie's angels back in. The, Tanya Roberts plays Midge, and um, she was one of the Charlie's Angels on the uh, show back in the 70s. Was she one of the originals? Did we look Not that up? Not one of the originals. All right, a little bit like, later then on. Then a couple of them left, and oh. then she was like a replacement angel. Well, there you but go. But she, she, she was could have been one of the originals, Still though, I'll hot. tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyways, Eric reaches for some beers then mm -hmm. at one point, and his dad... Red Foreman stops him and at that moment it switches to a regular not first person viewpoint anymore and he's mm -hmm. grabbing the beers and um, he's interrupted by his dad well Red's like talking. what you got there son <laughs> and Red is like a very intimidating yeah. seeming kind of guy we will we learn a lot about Red and we see him a lot in the show and he's actually like a caring father he's one of my favorite greatest TV characters of all time. I would say so. Yeah, but yeah, he does come across as very rough. So when he catches Eric and says, what you got there, son? Eric kind of freezes. He goes, beer? Yeah. <laughs> and then and his dad says, uh, like, well, go ahead and uh, put him in the refrigerator, uh, you know, and put him away. Yeah, he says, because Eric says that he just like found them lying around. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Red is like, put him away, son. And, and Eric's like, oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kitty, his mom, gives him a couple more beers. Is like, oh, as long as you're going to the basement, go ahead and put these in the fridge too. Yeah. <laughs> so 
That's so a then fun... he like runs out of the basement. Right, he's got, he's got four got beers. They're party. ready to party. Yeah. Although the, before that, there's a little plot point that I missed here. Um, you've got Bob Pinciotti mm-hmm. talking to Red, and um, he says that they saw a Toyota out in the uh, in the oh, driveway. Mm-hmm. Red has uh, recently bought a Toyota, which is you know kind of a no no. That's a Japanese it's not car. Made. It's not an American made yeah. car. And uh, Red is a little bit upset about having to do this, having to buy a car like that. But there's gas shortage going on. Yeah, it's sort of a topical thing, I guess. Probably there was yeah, a gas shortage Red, in the seventies. As we'll later find out, has been cut down to part time. Oh yeah, yeah. His job. There's too, a lot so of stuff going is... on with his job that goes throughout the first season. Uh huh. So um, you can see how they're really trying to weave this sort of cultural issues into the show right Mm -hmm. but one of the things that he mentions though too is that you know well he does have a line he says last time i was that close to a japanese machine it was shooting at me which i guess leads Mm -hmm. me to believe that maybe red was in world war ii Um, a lot of times these old shows the the dads were in korea but uh right but he is kind of like an older he's an older dad dad yeah maybe he was in world war ii Right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, though, they talk about their old car that uh, the dealership was only going to offer him like four hundred dollars for. So they went ahead and kept it. It's the Vista Cruiser, which kind of sets up this plot point here where Eric is like interested and excited about maybe getting the old car and getting a car. Yeah, he's really hoping his parents are going to give him that car. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's what he's talking about with his friends when he gets back down to the basement, right? Yeah. When he gets back down to the basement, he's 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 thinking maybe he's going to get the uh, Vista Cruiser, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of excited about that. Donna says like something like, "Oh, have I mentioned how cute you are?" And uh, <laughs> and he goes, "No, you haven't." And um, what is it? Uh, Ashton Kutcher Kelso says, "You told you told me about that." And she's like, oh. "Shut up!" Like so, we find out here that that Donna has like a crush on Eric. Yeah, and it's clearly a mutual crush. Oh and yeah. we can see that they're kind of like flirtatious, but like this is just the beginning of the. Of maybe a relationship between Donna and Eric, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So, which is cool. So, like, when we're talking about, like, this pilot episode here, you've got a few things going on. One, we just met, like, a lot of characters. There's still, Mm -hmm. like, two major characters we haven't met yet. We didn't meet Jackie, Mm -hmm. which is Mila Kunis, or um, Fez, which is Wilmer Valderrama. Right. And, um, but you've got the plot for the one episode here about getting this car kind of set up. But you also have Mm -hmm. this, like, bigger plot of uh, uh, this Eric and Donna kind of will they or won't they thing set up here a little bit. So, so that's fun. But anyway, Mm -hmm. the next thing we got is the opening sequence. And oh, it's so fun. I love this opening sequence. Yeah. They're all in the car. They're mm-hmm. singing that song we were singing. What's the name of that song? I think it's called In the Street. Yeah, In the yeah. Street. And it's by Big Star. Mm-hmm. But this version is like just a cover version by someone named Todd Griffin, at least in the first season. And then yeah. in the second season, uh, and they're on out, it's done by Cheap Trick. And the ending is different. Um, they shout, we're all all right, we're all all right. Yeah, Instead. and then hello, Wisconsin. Right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, man, I love I love that. As far it's as so like... Fun. And they're like all in the car. Yeah. Right, while the song is playing and they're like singing along. They're like lip syncing along to it. And it's like all the characters are kind of like moving around spots uh-huh. in the Vista Cruiser because it's like over like several trips in the right, car yeah. like so they're in different outfits different places in the car i think at one point that so it's mostly the teenage characters i think later on we see the adult i think characters we do yeah in there too mm-hmm. one thing you know about that too when i was watching it over and over to kind of prepare for the podcast here it was like it's kind of interesting that this first episode sets up eric getting the vista cruiser and yeah. the opening sequence is eric and all his friends in the vista cruiser so it's kind of oh, like yeah. 
you know, highlighting, I guess, the importance of having that car, having that freedom right there. It's a big moment, yeah, because that's what gets them out of Eric's basement, right? right? Although they'll be in the basement all the time, but yeah. Yeah, but they wouldn't be going anywhere else, and I remember getting my first car. It's definitely freeing. I still have that car. I have the same car I had in high school. And it's a Toyota, so there you go. Those are good (laughs) cars. Well, they're... (laughs) darn reliable they are darn reliable (laughs) anyway that intro though that opening sequence i I, like if i was to rank that with other i I feel like i've done this a few times on the pod here it's Mm -hmm. just been like this is probably one of the best of all time i think you've said that about every you know what i just i just i love a lot of tv things you know no but i do you know as far as like non okay so great tv theme show theme song openings like you've mm-hmm. got full house family mm-hmm. matters all those kind of ones that are like nice they kind of a little tell story give you that mm-hmm. feeling but then there's like fun ones like this i would put this into category like with like the office where it's like mm-hmm. i'm hearing this and i'm getting hyped up to watch the show now it's like i you know you see that skip intro thing on the yeah. on the netflix and i get about that before on this what the podcast? skip intro yeah how that's an option and how you would have to be like a psychopath, a psychopath. To, to hit it yes yeah well but i think though like on those kinds of shows though like this it's like I, I get aggressively angry. You know, there's other shows where I understand, like, yeah, let's get past it. Let's move on. I mean, I would never do that because it's insane. What show would that be acceptable on? I don't know. Like, what if I was watching a show that had, like, a cold open and then it had, like, one of those, like, really long, boring intros I just didn't feel like watching? Okay. You know, you know, like, right. those slow ones like with a song. Like, maybe ER. I've never watched ER, but I'll bet it's boring. Okay. <laughs> Shots fired at ER. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But no, you know how like True Detective has like a big long intro and things like yeah. that. Like maybe I, I just, song oh, I love them too. And you know what? Yeah. No, never mind. There's no reason to skip the intro. Yeah. Also, well, you need, it sets the mood. You have to watch the intro. You have to. But this one though, hypes me up and I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's so fun. Anyway, let's keep going with the episode. When it comes back after the intro there, they are all in the basement and, mm-hmm. um, well, not all of them. We've got, uh, Eric and Donna and we've got Jackie played by Mila Kunis, and we've got Kelso, and they're dating. On the show, yeah. Yes. Well, they're in, married in real life. In real life, now they're married, which makes my heart so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful, because he was, you know, they 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 weren't together for no, a long he time. Would, he, he married Demi Moore. She was living with Macaulay Culkin during the time when I don't think he was leaving his house for oh, a long time. Oh, my goodness. He was going through a rough period after the Home Alone years. Well, I made this joke before, so but uh, less is more when it comes to Demi Moore. So nice, nice job, Ashton Kutcher. Finding someone, that sooner rather than someone later, else. so that's great. <laughs> no offense to Demi Moore. I actually no, have no idea. I'm no, I don't lovely. even know if I've ever seen anything with Demi Moore in it. Well, that's weird. But what, name one Demi Moore movie. Ghost. I guess I've seen Ghost. Okay. I think of that more as a Whoopi Goldberg movie. <laughs> Oh, you do? I, I, I don't know. That who's the guy in it? Is that ba- Patrick Swayze yeah, in that? who's the guy in it? I, oh, my gosh. I've only seen it a few times. I think of that more as a pottery movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, they're all in the basement. They're watching the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, like, talking over it, like, making funny little jokes and stuff as they're uh-huh. watching it on mute. But uh, Jackie's, like, doesn't get it. She's, like, a, a little annoyed by it all. You can kind of see there that Jackie is, like, kind of, 
maybe not she doesn't fit in with doesn't the gr- yeah with the group she's like a new addition to the group just because she's dating kelso and everybody is super annoyed by jackie she is annoying one thing that is really annoying about what she does is she calls kelso kelso michael which is yeah. his first name yeah uh but everybody else calls him kelso yeah which and, is how your mom refers to you well that's true well not <laughs> but everybody doesn't call me by my last name Well, everyone calls you mike that's true people in college called you seymour Oh, that's true, but yeah. I, I go by, well, I switched what I went by a little bit later on. I used to go by Michael, and then when I was like 21, 22, I switched to Mike. But your mom still calls you Michael, and it's well, weird yeah. for me. It's weird for me, because I'm like, who is that? That's true, but I always hate it when girls would like call guys by their like full name. Like, if somebody's name was like, you know, like Nate or something like that, yeah. and like a girl would say like, Nathaniel like I, like it's always it's just super annoying it's like oh no I don't know is it more or less annoying if they call them by their like full name or if they call them like the hubs or the hubby oh man or, I mean they're not married on the show right now but well those, I feel like those are different things though because the full name is like that to me shows you don't know this person in the same right. way that I know this like, person you want them to be somebody that yeah they're not. and that's weird yeah but you know like Jackie's fine. She's 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 great. She's a little annoying to some of the other characters, and I could see why they would be annoying. But you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not like she's like, ah, oh, she's a terrible character. They should break up. No, they're they're fine. No, but she is the most annoying character, at least in the first episode. Right, but she's also very attractive. So it was, she is. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, we do find out a major plot point here is that they need the Vista Cruiser to get to the Todd Rundgren concert. Am I saying that right, Rundgren? I think so. I used to think it was Rundgren, but. I guess I don't really know. I don't I don't think I would even know who he is at all other than from this episode. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not one of the 70s artists that I know a lot about, I guess. No. But yeah. they're going to the Todd Rundgren concert. Yeah, and Jackie's upset that she's being like left out, but so then Kelso invites her, right? And yes. He, like, he says that she, he didn't know if she would want to go because it's not like he's like Peter Frampton. And I, I kind of from that line got the impression that he was like, implying that Peter Frampton is not cool and Todd Rundgren is cool. But when, yeah, when yeah. we hear the Todd Rundgren music, doesn't sound any cooler to me than Peter Frampton No, they all music, sound kind of the it? same. But I think Peter Frampton, I can't remember what it was on, but there's some show or movie where they like talk about how lame Peter Frampton is. How like if you lived in the suburbs in like the <laughs> 70s, you were issued the Peter Frampton record. And I think my well, parents have that Peter Frampton honestly, record too. I only know one Peter Frampton song. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, but I really like it. It's in Reality Bites oh, and yeah. I love it. It's a really good song. So in this part right here, uh, eventually Jackie and Kelso leave because they're going to like make out or whatever. Uh-huh. And we see Donna and Eric kind of sitting on the stairs of the basement and they kind of have a moment where you can see that they are a little flirtatious with each other. Uh-huh. And you, we do find out that they've lived next to each other since they were little, little kids. kids she says, you could have had me long. when I was four years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, and that scene right after that, the next scene, we see Eric kind of looking off camera, like off sort of at the camera, but off to the side. And we see him standing in the driveway and he's saying, ever since yesterday, I can't stop thinking about you. I mean, I've known you practically my whole life. I want you. I want you so bad. And at that moment, mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, it doesn't really look like he's talking to Donna, but like that is kind of they're, what you're supposed to think. They're trying to make us think yeah. he's talking to Donna. But Donna kind of walks up and goes, Eric, 
It's a car. Yeah, so he's talking to the Vista Cruiser. <laughs> he's talking to the Vista Cruiser. That's a great part, though. That's the third show like in a row where we've had a fake-out. Uh, last week, we talked about Glow, where there's a oh, little yeah, fake-out in the yeah. beginning, and the week before, New Girl starts off with a, not a fake-out, but somebody talking to the camera like that. This is so, a sitcom trope. It's a sitcom trope. Yeah, quick sidebar. All right. Um, the shirt that Eric is wearing in this scene, it's like um, it's like a green 1970s-style like long sleeve T-shirt with... like. Um, Sort of like a jersey shirt, but not a jersey. Right, and it has like... Stripes. Yeah, it has like white and yellow stripes at the shoulders. And I have like almost that exact same shirt, It's except that mine says Kent across the front, like Kent State University, um, because it's my mom's shirt from college from when she went to Kent State in like the 70s, like Whoa. in this time period. There we go. Yeah, Authentic. A lot of the clothes on here, I, I really like. I think it, they're a lot of fun. They're fun. And uh, especially Fez. Uh, we'll get uh -huh. to Fez a little bit later, but I think his clothes are always really fun, and too. And they kind of, I think, inspired, like, the the kind of I feel like they, they must to have the had 70s to. I mean, trend that was going on in the 90s. I know I had some, like, flared out jeans I don't really remember like when the flare jeans became popular. Patches. I had, like, smiley face and rainbow yeah. patches that you would, like, iron onto your jeans, which I think was, like, a throwback to the 70s. And I guess it was because of this show. I don't know if it was because of it, because 1998 does seem like a little bit late. I feel like some of that stuff was already happening. Mm. but So maybe they were like taking advantage of the fact that that was already going on. I think so. But you've talked to me before about how like a lot of generations are like kind of interested in like 20 years earlier or like mm -hmm. the time around the time they were born right. and things like that. There's right. like a psychological aspect to that. So it like mm -hmm. makes sense that these things go in waves where it's like, oh, the 70s are back and like, yeah, oh, now the true. 80s trends are back and like yeah, and soon the just... 90s and, and 2000s trends are going to come back and we're going to be like, wait, what? what is this 2000s trend? I never did that. Yeah, but. and as far as like a show doing that, that a show just came out on Hulu recently, Pen15, oh, right. set in um, the early 2000s, so that same kind and of that same it, gap of time. I and did. you liked it for nostalgic reasons. Oh, so much. Oh my yeah, goodness. Maybe we'll do that show sometime. Uh, speaking of kind of nostalgia and thinking back, Bob Pinciotti, Donna's dad, walks in <laughs> uh, into the driveway after Eric says that line as they're looking at the car, and he goes, ah, you kids standing around the driveway, you may not realize it, but this is the most fun you're ever gonna have. <laughs> and they, they're like, their faces like sink. Like, this is not that fun. Yeah. you're out here. That's the guy. Uh, what is his name? Don Stark. Is that the actor's oh, I name? Think so yeah. He is so he's funny so in good. this. He's yeah. so funny. Um, and anyway, he's the one who his hair is like a little curly afro. It's and he's a perm. always wearing like leisure suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a part where. Uh, Kelso says, what happened to your dad's hair? And Donna goes, he got a permanent. And then the line, the next line that comes, you just know it's coming. <laughs> and when he says it, though, it's so funny. And Kelso goes, so that's permanent? He's horrified. <laughs> Kelso, by the way, is like very um, superficial. Right. He's yeah. superficial. He's dumb. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Um, then it kind of cuts. The, they do a lot of fun, like in between, like transitions. Transitions. The scenes. I yeah. can't think of any shows that do that anymore. Really, the only thing I can think that's similar is like Home Improvement used to have like fun little transitions, but they didn't do like little things in between like this does. Yeah, I I can't think of any that did it more prominently than that 70s show yeah yeah so but anyway it, there's a little in-between thing you see farrah fawcett and like she's 
it's like a that still image of her from like a poster or something but uh-huh. they make the mouth move and she's like baby 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 mm-hmm. that's probably from a song i don't know what song that is probably <laughs> yeah. anyway uh the next scene we're at like a diner hangout kind of place we do meet fez there played by wilmer valderrama who i guess he's on ncis now i didn't know that we just looked yeah, it up so. apparently good job wilmer valderama i like mm-hmm. him a lot he's funny he used to have that show yo mama where they told yo mama jokes to each other on mtv do you remember that show i do not oh man they're like, we're ready to play your mama. It, w- it was kind of a dumb show. Uh, but uh, anyway, there's a fun little gag here. Well, anyway, let's just talk about Fez, though. He's a foreign exchange student. Yeah, so that's where the name Fez comes from. It's not his real name. What's his well, real name? I don't think, I don't know Do if we, we find, ever out? find out, but foreign exchange student. So Fez stands for foreign student, exchange student. But it's that's F-E-Z. What they call him. Is, that, is that really? Does yeah. that come up later? Or? Yes. That's not in this episode, right? I didn't miss that. I don't that. think they mentioned oh. it in this episode, but yeah. yeah fun uh-huh. fact. Uh, anyway, there's like a fun little gag where uh, Jackie has to go to the restroom. And oh, yeah, because they're at, what are they at? They're at like yeah. a diner. Yeah. And uh, she's like, Donna. Uh-huh, like, she wants Donna to come with her uh-huh. to the ladies' room. And then Fez goes, I too must go to the bathroom. Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, uh, it doesn't work that way with guys. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite line of the episode. It's, it's a so good fun. line. And there's a callback to that line a little bit later on at the end of the episode too, which is oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, we do find out in this part too that Kelso is breaking up with Jackie. Yeah, and that ends up being like an ongoing kind of yeah, theme. Yeah, like, because he's not going to break up with her. No, he's not. He he wants to because she doesn't really fit in, but he he likes Jackie. He They're likes Jackie. They're good fit for each other. Yeah. And Jackie's kind of like, to talk about her character a little bit more, too, she's sort of like a rich girl, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. a rich girl, a girly girl, which yeah. Donna is not. No, no, she's uh-huh. not. And all these people are like cool, not hippies, but whatever they were in the 70s. I don't know, you know, cool, hippie kind of people. And she's yeah. very much not. Uh-huh. So, all right. Then we have another fun little cut, too, where they're all sucking helium out of a balloon. Um, some of the guys uh-huh. are, and they're singing Hooked on a Feeling. Yeah. Uh- Hooked on a feeling, and I was I was telling you when I saw this scene because like um, Hyde, who's played by Danny Masterson, is one of the characters in this transition who's like sucking on the balloon and singing this. It reminded me that there's a scene in the movie My Best Friend's Wedding where some characters suck on um, helium and then start singing, and one of those characters is played by Danny Masterson's brother, Christopher hey, Masterson. There you go. From that 70s, or from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. So there we go. Another great Fox show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't notice, too, like when I was watching that, like they mentioned I'm high on Believe, and but mm-hmm. the fact that they mentioned being high or uh-huh. whatever <laughs> leads into the next scene here, because the next scene... Uh, they're in the basement all mm-hmm. the guys are and um this these are one of these great shots that that 70s show did where the camera's in the middle and, mm-hmm. and they're all sitting in like, a circle um, yeah it's in the middle yeah yeah and it's all going around everybody in the circle uh-huh. um, because they're all sitting in the basement in the circle and they are uh well, they're smoking weed in this yeah, scene. Yeah, but they never explicitly they never mention say it. That. They never show any in this of series, it. Do they explicitly say it? I wonder if it's because it's on like broadcast cable and just or broadcast television and yeah. just because the ratings so, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so it's pretty clear. I don't think it was. Well, I was watching this in college. I don't think it would have been clear to me if I watched it when I was like a kid and it was on. What was yeah, going on? so when I watched this. It was like not because I watched the first few seasons and mm-hmm. then I just like kind of stopped watching it just because I didn't watch as much TV like when I was in high school and. I remember like watching it later on in reruns and being like, oh, 
they're smoking weed in those scenes. I had no idea. Yeah. I did not even think about it, which it's funny because it's like, well, they changed it probably so the rating and all that. And, you know, uh-huh. it's like, what difference does that really make? Like, yeah, to a kid who doesn't know anything, it does make a difference because right. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah. So these circle scenes are kind of like coded for smoking weed right yeah and there'll be a scene like that probably and i don't know if it's every episode but it's like you know most most episodes there's Mm -hmm. like a scene like that where Mm -hmm. they're all in the basement doing that so and those scenes too like it's just like they talk about the gas shortage going on and how like Uh, someone invented a car that runs on water and they just like are cracking jokes about it like really weird stuff (laughs) and then cracking up because they're high. Right, but, yeah. Yeah. But those are fun because they can add in all these like really goofy jokes and stuff uh-huh. that don't necessarily need to like go in with like the the situation yeah. about what's going on. Yeah, and this on. is just one way that this show, this show is really inventive with the different like camera techniques and stuff it uses. The other, another way was um, earlier when... When it, it went was, in the first person. Yeah, the first person. So the show does a lot of interesting things like that. And I think they all work. Oh yeah, they, I would say so. And I think it sets it apart too because like, you know, if it was just that shot of like the living room or the basement and in uh-huh. the multi-cam sitcom setup with the laugh track, I feel like it would get a little stale. Yeah. And this show was like pushing pushing the envelope and and just being innovative yeah. and I think that's really cool. I mean, it's like it feels like somebody was trying really hard to make a good show and they did it. They did right? it. <laughs> good job, guys. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next scene after that, they are Oh, well, Eric gets called up to the kitchen from oh, his parents. So we're going to get another example of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. techniques. So he calls him up uh-huh. and, you know, Eric's high. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should have put it together. That I don't know. Maybe I didn't see this episode. When it <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he goes upstairs and Red and Kitty, his parents are up there talking to him. But the wall behind them is like green screened so that it's moving all around because yeah. he to, to like show that he's high and he's, uh-huh. it's very disorienting. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool scene, but we do find out there that um, they're going to give him the Vista cruiser mm-hmm. and they're talking all about it. They have a lot of rules about it. Yeah. Kitty's got one rule. She says, uh, well, she's got several rules, but one yeah. of them is a car is not a bedroom on wheels. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this part has some fun kind of jump cuts too, where like red and Kitty both like walk out and then into the scene and uh-huh. it kind of cuts they're in going, as like, they back and forth. Yeah. With, like, rules that they're kind of like, always yield. shouting at Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, they find out he's getting the car. They toss the key to him in slow motion. And then um, what was his, re- his reaction when he gets the keys? Eric is like, bitchin'. <laughs> and then Red goes, Eric, not in front of your mother. <laughs> That's a fun line. Yeah. <laughs> not in front of your mother. She's like, she can't handle that language. <laughs> and then um, Eric is so excited and so happy. And, you know, we, we see kind of through Red's kind of tough exterior uh-huh. and then you know there's this like good moment and then he needs to like cover for himself and he's like uh clean the attic yeah. <laughs> so he's gotta like you know make him do some chores or something like that too to, yeah, to yeah. reestablish how tough he is uh-huh anyway next scene they're out in the driveway they're getting ready for the concert red tells them uh the the car it's an old car you just can't take it out of town which yeah. that's a problem because the concert's in Milwaukee. Right. So there's a moment in the car where they're deciding should they go, should they not go. Mm-hmm. Donna convinces him, convinces Eric that they, they should go. Yeah, because he's a 17-year-old he's a man. It's up to year him. He's a 17-year-old man. <laughs> that's what she says. The next uh-huh. scene is one of my favorites. And oh, yeah. uh, it goes back into the living room. Mm-hmm. Red's walking back in. He's sitting on the couch with Kitty. 
Mm-hmm. They're just kind of, you know, staring, you know, either at the TV or just kind of looking off, reading the paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, they're going out. Red's like, no, they're they're going out of town. And Kitty's like, how do you know? It's like, well, I told them they can't go out of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it kind of shows that the, um, the kids like, always think they're pulling one over on the parents <laughs> right. but they never really are <laughs> and then uh kitty goes so i guess they'll be gone for a while and mm-hmm. then red's like all right let's go and they both like run upstairs yeah to uh do what parents do right <laughs> <laughs> and uh i thought that's fun because it's like it shows that they're people too that yeah, they're... they're people too and they have a good relationship right yeah yeah and, and i feel like a lot of shows like that maybe would focus on the teens would just be like, okay, now they're going to the concert. Now something mm-hmm. else is happening. And they would ignore that, like, you've got these other characters here and you could mm-hmm. do so much with them. And by doing that, it, like, shows us just, you know, it shows us a lot about these characters just yeah. here in the pilot. Like, they're they're here, they're mm-hmm. having fun, they're tough, but they're, they're having a good time, mm-hmm. too. Uh, I, like I just love lot. Red and Kitty so much. They're such a fun, fun couple. They fun are. They're parents. adorable. I love them. So after that, though, we see that... Uh, the car has like broken down. They're at like a gas station service shop kind of place. And yeah, the, the, the battery, dead. it's dead. They don't have enough money uh, for a, a new battery. They talk about maybe Jackie can call her parents and they can bring some they money. Have money. Right. Yeah. But uh, everybody is like, no, we can't do that. Parents talk. What do you, what do you think? They like to talk about our screw ups. And there's a really cool scene there where it shows like a party going on. All the parents are there. Yeah, This is what they're like imagining what the kids are imagining. This is another thing they do a lot on that 70s show. Right. So, um, so they're imagining all their parents at a party, like talking to each other, but so they're doing the voices. Yeah. We see the adult characters, but the, the voices are like dubbed in by the, teen actors who are talking about this scene and it's all like really over the top kind of stuff yeah that part is really great i love it and the way that little scene ends is um uh i think it's midge maybe they do the voice of it says like hey everybody let's do the hustle yeah and then they're all do the hustle and then it cuts to all the kids doing the hustle there at the gas station place and it's fantastic yeah so good and and then um Anyway, they f- figure out the way they're going to pay for a battery is through giving up two tickets to the concert. To yeah, the, to uh, the mechanic. To the mechanic guy. Uh-huh. And um, they try to figure out who's not going to go then. Yeah, and Jackie's out, obviously. Jackie's out, obviously. She's not really a part of their group, and she also doesn't really care about Todd Rundgren. Right. And, it, and, and that's what Kelso says is, well, obviously Jackie. And he's like, but who else? And they're like, oh, I don't know, Jackie's date. so so kelso is also out but he's pissed about it yes and then um the next scene they're at the concert yeah um we do find out the uh the 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 mechanic guy he brought a guy with him Uh and he's sitting kind of close to him we find out that he's gay Uh, which is baffling to fez yeah fez is like (laughs) shocked by this and um the repairman guy the mechanic says i have to go to the bathroom Kevin, <laughs> motioning to the guy he was with, uh-huh. and Fez is like confused. He's yeah, like, I he thought like it's, stares at yeah. Eric like angrily. <laughs> and Eric goes, "I'll explain later." <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's so a, that fun a fun joke. And I think back. that's you know one thing about that too is like a lot of times being gay is like the joke of things in like the '90s and stuff like that. Right. And they do mention like how like they're like, "Hey, he he brought a a guy for his date," and 
Donna yeah. and Eric are like, oh, we're cool with that. Uh-huh. And so like they kind of establish that they're like open-minded yeah. and things like that. So the joke there ends the up joke being is on, on Fez. Yeah, it's under- not like a homophobic understanding joke. why Eric won't go to the bathroom with right? him. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's good Yeah. because there's so many things you watch it back and it's like, oh, that's... That didn't under- age well. Yeah. Age well, no. So, but that that did. There was nothing... I don't think there was anything wrong with that. I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, it seemed okay to me. Yeah. Anyway, it goes back. Uh, oh, we see that Jackie and Kelso, like, they were in the car, like, uh, uh-huh. and he's not break out, but they're, they stay together. I think they're making out in the yeah. car, so mm-hmm. so it works out fine for yeah. them. Yeah. And then the final scene, back in the driveway, we see Eric and Donna laying on top of the car. They kind of have a, have a moment there. There's, like, a moment where Eric looks like he has the opening to kiss Donna, but, but he doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not even sure if he was going to, but definitely the opening was there. Yeah, um, and then he's um, clearly kind of scared to make the first move. He's he. They're they're both kind of like awkward and shy. Yeah, uh, but then she kind of leaves and then comes back and mm-hmm. kisses him, mm-hmm. and um, we kind of have that moment between the two of them there, and they talk about the next time they'll kiss. Uh-huh. You know, maybe he'll be more ready for it or something like that. So. Yeah. So that's that's a good ending there. Yeah. And then we do, we see the credits uh, scene. They're all in the car again, and they're singing Todd Rundgren, presumably on the way home from the concert or something like yeah. that. But but yeah, that's that's the episode. Yeah. Oh man, that '70s show. It was so good. It's really really good. Mm-hmm. And we've been watching it because we've been throwing it on after this. Now it gets definitely gets bad. The final season definitely gets bad. And mm-hmm. and I you know the first few seasons are the only ones that I really watch because yeah same. Like, some of the main actors are not in the final season. I think Eric goes to Africa and Ashton Kutcher's only in like an episode or two in the yeah. final season. And like they bring in Seth Meyers' brother to play an Eric oh, type of role. Oh, is that Seth Meyers' brother? Yeah, I, didn't I think even it know is. That. Yeah. Oh, so, no. but no, man, we were watching the first season and like the other day I was like, I usually go to bed at like 10 and I just like, we had another episode started and I just like kept watching and it was so mm. funny. It's like, really, yeah, it's really funny. It's really smart. Yeah. It's, it has a lot of heart that I think is unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like laugh out loud funny, which yeah. I feel like is, is hard for like shows just like broadcast TV shows, like shows that are just like on Fox or whatever, like mm-hmm. to be that laugh out loud funny. Like we, we've covered like Veep on this show where there's like, really really clever witty like swear word filled joke uh-huh. <laughs> followed by other things like that and like sometimes it feels like it takes a lot like that but like that 70s show is just so funny and maybe it's the characters maybe it's just the yeah, the acting's really good on this the show acting is good. the writing the directing it's all good yeah, yeah. there are like no weak links on at least the first few seasons of right. the show yeah yeah and i like whereas I thought that it was gonna be a gimmicky kind of thing, it it really isn't. Like it's set in the seventies and there's like kind of subtle reminders that it's in the seventies. A lot of times in those transition scenes. Yeah. Where they just have those sort of fun seventies style transitions. But other than that, it's like really relatable. I think so. I think, this was know? like a really like it was a very popular, like it was I mean, there were other popular shows for like teens at the time, like I don't know if Dawson's Creek was still on at the time and things like I think that. So. But mm-hmm. but this was like the cool show. Like if you were yeah. watching this, like it was like, Oh yeah, I love that show. It's a cool show. Uh-huh. So it was so popular they even made a spin off, that eighties show, which yeah. stars Dennis Glenn Howerton from uh It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I yeah. watched I watched like the first little bit of that recently on YouTube. 
This is not good. It's um, not. You can it, see where, you know, they had that 70s show and it was such a success. You can see how they thought that that 80s show would also be a good idea, but it turned out it was not. No, and I no. think it only lasted like a few episodes. It was yeah. like, even, I remember even being in like, I don't, know if, I don't know when it came out. I was either in high school or middle school, but I remember like even being like, uh, nobody wants this show. Nobody wants that at all. It looks yeah. terrible. Yeah. So, because the jokes, I feel like the jokes too, in the commercials at least, were like, it's the 80s. Isn't mm-hmm. that weird? Uh, so, yeah. whereas in that 70s show, like, that's yeah, not the it joke. It was like the, a gimmicky thing in that right, 80s yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you had an idea if you were to have, make a spinoff of that 70s show. Tell yeah. us about your idea. Yeah. So, my idea is that 90s show. Okay. okay. All right. Not all right. loving it so far, but. <laughs> well, see, I think it could be really good it would have all the characters from that 70s show but now they're like they're grown up they're adults they're in the 90s now so like donna and eric are like the parents of some some teens and um and so are the other characters and also we've got the grandparents in there red and kitty so we're experiencing the 90s um with these these characters we love from that 70s show who are now the adults, like the Red and Kitty of this sh- of the show, but we also see some new um, teen '90s characters. I think it would be a lot of fun. I'd watch it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, because we grew up in the '90s. We weren't teens in the '90s. No. We were kids. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Oh man, um, let's talk about some of these actors too. Uh, and as far as like some things they've been in and stuff like that, mm-hmm. one thing is that uh, Red, played by Kurtwood Smith. Mm-hmm. He's also in Dead po- Dead Poet Society, He's, where he plays like the same role, but yeah, it's I love not it. funny. It's like the same. Yeah, it's sort of like how Vince Vaughn is in like uh, things the where stepfather. Like uh, he's, it's not the stepfather it's a uh, domestic disturbance. Oh yeah, domestic he plays the stepfather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's like kind of doing the same role. He's like acting the same way he does in Wedding Crashers, but instead of being funny, it's like very dark and terrifying. <laughs> right. It's yeah. a similar kind of thing here with Kurtwood Smith because yeah, in a uh, Dead Poet Society, he like, you know, he's He's like a hard ass he's dad. Su- yeah, and-, and he's so much of that that his kid kills himself. Right. Yeah, whereas yeah. like he's basically doing the same kind of thing in that 70s show, although he is yeah. a little bit, you know, nicer cuz he has that heart of gold there too, uh-huh. but uh but yeah, I love that. I think that's funny cuz I remember uh-huh. I saw Dead Poet Society after I'd seen that 70s show and I was like, "Oh, oh my okay. gosh, that's red." So you didn't have to watch Dead Poet Society constantly in school? No, I did, but oh. I watched <laughs> That 70s show when it aired in 1998, and okay. I saw Dead Poet Society at some point in high school. Gotcha. Yes, yeah. and I think I've shown it once, once as a as a teacher. Well, of course. You know, <laughs> sometimes you need a break. <laughs> Anyways, and then also Topher Grace. Topher Grace, you know, like he kind of he would be in some things and then not be in some things. He was in a movie I think when I was in college. I remember that movie. I think it's In Good Company. He was in with like Dennis Quaid oh, or something yeah, like that. that. Wasn't good. I enjoyed it. You're wrong. It was not good. It probably you liked Scarlett Johansson. Maybe that's, that's why, why I enjoyed it. it. I, you know what? It's She's not a good a movie. Tremendous actress. It's a terrible movie. Well, Scarlett Johansson's in it, so you know. Topher <laughs> um, Grace was also in Spider-Man Three as Venom. I never saw that. It's terrible. Is it? It really. I is. know it's terrible. It's yeah. really bad. Oh, well, um, he was also though. He was recently in Black Klansman. Yeah, playing David that was Duke. a good movie. He did, and he did really good in that. It was uh-huh. cool to see him in something good again mm-hmm. and something that, you know, like that was popular and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So that's cool. And he just started a podcast himself oh, yeah. called Minor Adventures with Topher Grace. Well, I listened to an episode last night. It was fun. Yeah. I liked it. Well, mm-hmm. hey, there you go. And some of the actors, um, 
Mila Kunis has been on like Dax Shepard's podcast, the mm-hmm. armchair expert. Mm-hmm. So. She was in like Bad Moms and Bad Moms Christmas, and she's in a lot of. She's in a lot of stuff. We just watched comedies. that action comedy that she's in where she's like a spy, the spy who broke who up with me, me, dumped me. <laughs> yeah, the spy who <laughs> did not want to date me any longer. That's actually the full title, probably. Oh, wow, I'm glad they worked up that a little bit. What What's your favorite Mila Kunis movie? Because mine is that one she's in with like Justin. Justin Timberlake, is that the one where they're dating? Is she in that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits, is that yeah. that one? That's yeah. not No Strings it's, Attached. No, but which Ashton has Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. That's a weird and thing. And it's terrible. But it's the same they concept? Out, it's the same concept. I think they came out like the, at the same time. Um, Hers is watchable his is not right yeah oh man but my favorite no my favorite mila kunis movie is um get it get over it i don't think you've ever seen i've never that. seen We've that talked about that before is that the one of cisco yeah it has cisco <laughs> it has um i think his name is ben foster from flash forward okay yeah 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 it's a it's a fun movie it's a cute movie well yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. who else is in that 70s show that's been in other things laura Prepon. Yeah, she's in she's like, on Orange is the, the New Black. Black. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Wilmer Valderrama, I mentioned on NCIS. I'll tell you though, Wilmer, I don't know if this show is still on Netflix, but Wilmer Valderrama was in the show called Awake, which I just thought was such a cool show. A cool it only show. lasted for one season on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be on Netflix. Maybe it is. I don't think it is anymore, but uh, it was a cool show. He was on that. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Danny Masterson. Yeah. I think he's on the ranch. Oh, we mentioned he that. Was he was on, on the ranch. He was on the ranch. Ashton uh, Kutcher yeah. is also on. Um, that's after Ashton Kutcher was on punked oh right right? yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah punked Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so pretty much everybody's had a really successful career they really have ashton kutcher was also in dude where's my car which that movie does not hold up although i think i hated it it at the time too i just like the whole title of it uh and maybe the trailer (laughs) probably so do we have anything else to say about that 70s show uh, I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all the whole the whole decade. <laughs> so next week, we are gonna continue in our time traveling machine here mm-hmm. and go back into the 1960s, where we will be covering the Wonder Years. Yeah, a which, show made in the 1980s. 80s and 70s, maybe in the 60s. 90s too. 80s, 90s. Yeah, I think like so. The, yeah, so uh-huh. we're just gonna keep going back in time. Who knows? Maybe the following week we'll go back even further. I think we will. I That's think we plan. might. So, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. You should follow us on Facebook at You Me and TV, and on Twitter at You Me and TV Pod, and on Instagram at You Me and TV Podcast. And tune in next week when we'll be talking about the Wonder Years. But hey, until then, uh, bye. bye.